0: Hey guys, today we are going to be talking about a really important topic. Yes. How to tell when a conversation is going south. But before we get into that stuff and all of that dark and dirty stuff, we need you to please subscribe, follow, like, comment, share, any type of button that you can press? Press it guys, press. Yes, it.
1: please. Okay.
0: Now, out please yes. tell me. Before we even get into how to tell why Why would you want to know when a conversation is going south? I mean, like, it sounds a little scary. Like, maybe you just want to be oblivious. What do you think?
1: So it's crucial to know when a conversation is not going to go the way that you've planned or that you were hoping Mm -hmm. for different reasons. Probably mainly two. Number one, when you can spot it from a mile away or, like, during the conversation, you can spy and you can tell that the conversation is having a weird vibe or it's going south is because you can get out of it Mm -hmm. safely without anyone or or fix it that was actually the second reason you can either get out of it safely because you don't feel comfortable anymore or the other person feels uncomfortable or you can fix it right and a lot of times when you can spot it and you can fix it at the same time that other person at the end of that conversation they're like huh i like him or her they're good i want to hire them i want to go out with them again i want to be be their friend there's something about that person but it's because you were able to discern what was happening and you were able to fix it. And a lot of times the techniques in order to fix a conversation are so subtle and small, right? They're so tiny, but they do such a big difference. And the person won't even realize like, oh, man, he or she, they use this on me. No, you use the technique and you fix it up and then everything comes on nice and clean.
0: I totally agree. And also I wanted to add that, you know, there are certain conversations that you constantly need to be checking the temperature on it, right? Okay. Like, For example, like let's say you're on a date with someone, right? Mm -hmm. That's a conversation where you really don't want that other person uncomfortable. And if that person is giving you signs that they are uncomfortable or that they don't want to be doing this, you know also whether or not you should ask them out again. You know what they're feeling, right? But if you can't get those signals, if you can't check that, you're kind of flying blind, right? And you're playing... Mm -hmm. Yeah, you know, you're not playing a good game. (laughs) Um, Also, it's important because, like, let's say it's just not like an organic thing it's something you really need like let's say you really need to get a job right and you can tell that the conversation in that interview is going south if you keep using the same strategy in that conversation you're just going to go further and further south and it's not going to help you at all right and let's say you really need the money Mm -hmm. you need to be able to tell what's happening so that you can overcome it so i think it's really important so now that we've kind of proven that yeah you should know when the conversation's not going too well Maybe we should discuss some signs mm-hmm. that a conversation isn't going well.
1: Okay, no problem. So I, again, it's interesting. I think a lot of the same signs are the same with with different variations. What do you mean? Depending on the environment. So if it's more of a social type of setting or like dating or just having fun, the signs could be more obvious. Mm-hmm than a professional slash networking type of environment because if you're in a professional environment a net networking environment and the conversation is going weird and has a weird vibe and maybe you're making the person uncomfortable or maybe an outside factor is making this conversation go south right a lot of times the person because they're in their professional suit or and their professional attire right that person he or she they probably don't want to be so blunt or so upfront because they want to look professional. You know, they, they have a certain image that they, they, they want to portray. So they might g- give you an excuse to just leave. But what I'm always looking at, I'm looking at their body language. Is their body language closing up? Mm-hmm. Like maybe are they crossing their legs? They're crossing their arms. Maybe they start to give me like these blank stares. Mm. Maybe like uh, uh, a great one. A great one is I learned this from the art of the body language. Great book. By the way, guys, check it out if you have a chance. Is... Always look at their feet. A lot of people don't believe this, but look at their feet. If, especially I've noticed this in a lot of uh, social slash networking environments. Even though their body is straight looking at you, but if their feet is pointing somewhere else, that's clearly telling you that subconsciously they don't want to be there. Mm-hmm. But if, once again, in a professional environment, it's very low key. It's very low key. So it can actually be harder to tell if the person, uh, if the person does want to leave the conversation or the conversation is going south is basically looking at their body language. Are they closing up, right? Or are they making excuses? But in a more uh, social setting, it's gonna be much more obvious. Like they might get sarcastic with you. They might um, they might act a little bit more mean. They might start doubting you and giving you weird looks. Mm-hmm. Because now it's not really about, oh, I need to show a certain image. They're like, who does this person think they are? Or why are you acting like this? Or why are you saying that? So it's mu- it's much easier to see it in a social setting, I'm always looking at tone, the change of words. So if they were more positive or they were more friendly and then it starts to get more like attackish or I feel mm-hmm. like they're starting to interrogate me more. So I'm hearing I'm hearing if their words are changing and a lot of times when the language, the vocabulary changes, guys, their tonality goes with it or vice versa. The tonality can change and then the words, the language will also change as well. So that's what I've noticed a lot. Mm-hmm. I'm still looking at uh, the body language. If it closes up, tonality and the change of language goes hand in hand. And I just start to realize this. And th- when I start to see this, I'm like, oh, man, this conversation for some reason took a, do- a detour, a way I was not planning on going. Let me either get out of here or let me fix it. Hmm. How about you?
0: So I kind of define the conversation to two types, right? Okay. Social and professional, right? And you have to think about what the goals of both of those things are. Because every time someone is con- um, having a conversation with them, they're, uh, with someone, there's a goal, right? Mm-hmm. Even if it's just social, like you're just hanging out with friends, the goal of that conversation is to have fun, right? There's still always a goal. No matter what you're doing, there's a goal. Even if it's not a conscious goal, there is a goal, right? Now, let's start off with professional because it's a little bit easier, right? Professional is they're trying to get their work done, right? Mm-hmm. They're trying to get things done with. So let's say you're in an interview, right? And in the beginning of the interview, the person is really focused on seeing if you're a good candidate for the job or not, right? The second you notice that they don't seem to be listening to you, or they're just kind of like, yeah, yeah, yeah okay, let's keep going, let's keep going, mm-hmm. like they're mm-hmm. rushing that interview, that means they don't care anymore, and you're probably not going to get it. That means that that person is already thinking about something else that they have to be doing, which means they're not in that conversation with you, which means that they are not involved and engaged with you mm-hmm. which means the conversation is going south so in that type of setting just make sure like is the person actually listening to what you're saying or are they rushing you if they're rushing you it's not a good sign if they're not paying attention very very bad sign um same thing with a boss or with a coworker worker something like that someone who's actually trying to get work done this is not counting for like the coworkers that come just to like chat and waste time that's a social one not a professional one um, if it's professional, they usually have things to be doing, right? So the second they stop listening to you and start thinking about something else, and you can tell usually about like the eyes glazing over, them being like, yeah, and they start to like write things down or they check their phone, things like that. That means that the conversation has, it's done in their mind. They're not there anymore. Hmm. Social is a little bit different, right? In a social context, the goal of the conversation is to really keep that conversation going, right? Right. Now let's say you're on a date with someone, right? Okay. And let's let's play this out just, okay.
1: okay. I'm going to imagine it right now.
0: We're on a date, right? With whom? With who? With oh, the, oh, with you, with you.
1: Yeah, yes, of course. Okay. <laughs> okay. And then
0: Okay. Anyway, so let's say we're having a conversation, right? Okay. And then like ask me a question.
1: Uh, how was your date t- today?
0: That's fine.
1: Cool. Um
0: That's scenario 1. Ask me the same question again.
1: How was your date today?
0: You know, it, it was fine. I mean, like, I went to the store, and then I went to work, and at work, there was, like, it was crazy. There was, like... <laughs> uh, anyway, so uh, you see how in the first situation, I just gave him, like, a blunt answer that there wasn't really anything for him to go off of. If he wanted more information from me, he was going to have to coax it out of me. He's like, fine. Like, what do you mean, fine? Like, what happened with it, right? Yes. Whereas the second situation, I answered the same thing. I said it was fine. But I gave you more information. I gave you mm. more stuff to grab onto. You didn't have to pull it out of me, right? In a social situation, if someone is giving you just like, just to answer the question, but not to continue, they don't want to be in that conversation anymore. That conversation is over. Whereas in the second situation where they're giving you more, they're like, okay, here, let me give you more information, and then you give me more, and then that conversation flows. Like they can build off of each other, right? Mm-hmm. That means that person's still engaged and they want to continue that conversation with you.
1: I have a question. Something you mentioned, and I Mm -hmm. probably, I think this would also be very helpful for the viewers out there who are watching. Comment, guys. Please comment. If you, because you mentioned that in in an interview, you can tell when someone's like glazing or rushing things. So if you were in that situation, Mm -hmm. if you were that person who was in the interview and noticed that the person who was interviewing you just wasn't paying attention, wasn't interested... How would you fix it? Like how would you mm-hmm. maybe change it around so they can start paying attention to you and maybe even change their perspective of you?
0: So I actually spoke about this in a past video um, where basically what you do is when you see that that person is less engaged, you flip it, right? Okay. You become kind of the interviewer. So let's say you're interviewing me and like you're asking me all these questions that I'm answering. And usually in an interview, you just stop once you end your half, like what? is about what it's about you right mm-hmm. but in a normal conversation you ask about the other person as well right so i treat it like a normal conversation at that point so let's say the interview asks me um like ask me a random interview question
1: so i see that in your previous job you were manager there correct
0: i was a manager there do you like i'm, I'm sorry i'm just trying to get a feel for the the job here yeah do you always work in interviewing or do you also manage sometimes like how does it work
1: well, uh, thank you for asking. Um, so I do a little bit of both. I work really hard here. And uh, sometimes people just don't appreciate what I do. But the point is that I mostly do both.
0: You see what happened just there? All of a sudden, that person's mind becomes engaged because they're thinking again. They have to come up with the answers now. They don't just read off of the script. So when you say that person is not engaged anymore, re-engage them. This is in a situation where you should fight for that re-engagement. There are some situations where, like, if a person's not giving you anything back, Okay, they're lost. Move on. You know, like you don't always have to re-engage the person. Yeah. But in an interview where you want the job, you need to re-engage the person. So if you see that the interviewer is is not engaged, flip the script. Ask them questions. Try to keep it professional still. Like don't go asking about their dating life or something like that. But um. <laughs> be pretty funny. And also make it seem like you're asking this because you're curious about the position. So that they're like, so they don't get in their thought like, why are you asking this? Like what, what is it? Your business ask about the job but apply it to them specifically i keep going like this too yeah
1: she's like attacking me but uh another
0: the information it's like
1: (laughs) another point i wanted to mention is that yes a lot of times you will be able to fix these conversations right but also know that a lot of times you will you will not be able to you just won't be able to for whatever reason either you messed it up or maybe just this person's just not into it. They don't want to speak to you. It could be a thousand reasons why mm-hmm. I personally, and maybe Aliza does this differently, but a lot of times when I'm in a conversation in different settings and I start to notice, especially the one, uh, the sign that Aliza gave where they are just giving you enough information for that moment or for that question, but they're not really trying to further the conversation. Like I'll try maybe one or twice, one or twice max to fix that conversation. But if I see past that, that they're really not trying for whatever reason, I'm going to find a way to just leave. But then again, that's that's why it's so important to know when the conversation is going south. So you don't keep pushing and keep pushing something that doesn't want to be pushed. You can tell you try once or twice. But if you see that it's that it's just not working for whatever reason, you can now leave, leave that person alone and you can continue with, with your day or just get to your goal a different way.
0: Can I also, because I think this is super important in terms of dating, right? Mm -hmm. I would say specifically, like, the reason why you would push this once or twice is just because maybe the person is shy or nervous, right? Like, you're giving them the benefit of the doubt. Like, okay, maybe they need a little bit of help. And then they, but they want to get into that conversation. But if you do it a couple of times and the person doesn't want, like, isn't giving you anything, then you kind of have to move on because that person isn't, it's, it's, not, it's a two-way street, right? Like, if you're going to be in a relationship with this person, you both have to be flowing with each other. If that person doesn't give you anything and you're giving them everything, it's, it's like a seesaw, right? You're putting everything there. One end is down. One end is up. You guys aren't in balance. It has to be both of you working at the same time, right? Mm-hmm. Is that why you also will try once or twice?
1: Uh, yes, because that is true. A lot of times people, would, like, they'll be nervous. They'll be scared. Maybe they haven't done this before or they haven't done it in a while. I mean I mean again we don't you don't you, we can't really read the person's heart or their mind completely mm-hmm. but that is the reason why because if I was the nervous person I would want maybe the other person to try a little bit more and just to help me uh get there. I want them to build that bridge a little bit or push me up a little higher so I can get there as well. Yeah,
0: like a, like a step stool.
1: Like a step stool, correct. Like a little assistance. Mm-hmm. So that's why I I will do it or so that's really yeah, yeah that's probably really the main reason why. Uh, but then again, I won't always do it. I won't always do it because sometimes like, if you're in a networking environment where if you go to a networking oh, yeah. or professional, you don't want to waste time. And everyone there should know that everyone's there to converse. Mm-hmm. So if you meet someone in an environment where you're supposed to be like maybe chatty or maybe talking more, but the person doesn't cooperate, then you know something? You got to continue mm-hmm. because maybe they're, they're just not just there yet. Away.
0: Don't even say bye, guys. <laughs>
1: Don't be rude like her. You've seen her do that many times. No, I've never no, I'm done just kidding. That. I always
0: say bye. I'm always like, "How oh, do get me out?"
1: <laughs> so, any last things you want to tell everyone for, on on this topic?
0: Um, it's really important, guys. But also, make sure not to take it always personal. Like, if a conversation goes south, sometimes people are snobs. Sometimes people are in their head. Um, but the point is that you want to put your effort where it's actually it's kind of like an investment right like where you put your effort you want that effort to bloom into something right you don't want to put your effort into something that's just gonna shrivel up and die you know like don't do that don't go into those conversations if you see it's just not working get out go find somewhere else to plant
1: or to converse
0: there you go
1: yes uh all right guys thank you We've got. got blah, 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 blah. sorry guys uh <laughs> guys we really appreciate it so much please guys comment subscribe like this video and let us know what what you guys thought of the of uh, this imagine
0: if we did the whole video again just because of that
1: oh my god that would not be good all right take care guys thank you